Okay, can we admit um, that it's coming home, guys? No. It's coming home. No. It's coming home. No. Coming home. Okay, so so state your case. Italy Denmark final. Italy Denmark. Yeah. Denmark. Ah, yeah, guys. No. <laughs> Put some respect on England's name. That Denmark. Was my dark horse. No, nah, they're not getting yeah. all the way to the final. <laughs> all the way to the final. Ah, yeah, yeah guys, come. Italy. I don't know. I think I think Denmark. Who are they playing? They're playing. They're playing the Czechs. It is a check, yeah. I think, yeah, I think they'll make it through. So it is going to knock out Belgium? I think so. Yeah. Hi, guys. <laughs> no, it's coming. Yeah, home. I mean, I can feel the thing it. Is with, the thing is with Italy, it's like, you're going to have Chiesa. Is that, yeah, Chiesa on the wing. Like, they're going to struggle, man. Like, Spinazzola as well. Like, I think, I think um, Belgium are going to struggle with the wingbacks and just the width that Italy can produce or that they do have. And with Vertonghen and, you know, old Raul and the old boys, I don't know. And They're good defenders, but... Eh. They've got Torgan Hazard playing wingback. No, but you are the same guys which are telling me how this Belgium defense isn't as bad. Now is the time that you want to point out that Italy is going to yeah, cause them problems. Plus, Italy was not even anywhere on anyone's radar before this thing. No, it wasn't. So that's what I'm saying. Only now you feel like, oh, it's actually a, a thing. Yeah, but groups didn't end up the way they should have. And teams have made it through that usually wouldn't yeah. have made it through. So, okay. Tournaments change. So what? Yeah, yeah I mean, not done by Ukraine. Denmark. By Denmark? Oh, 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 oh. Nice. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. That's disrespect. What? I I know England. England all, all I'm saying is that England would struggle against a good team, but Denmark. Anyway. No, no, those those Nordic countries have a thing of uh, somehow beating the English from back in the day. Like myself and Andrew, <laughs> that's where we came from. Like our blood or our heritage is originally Nordic. Like we were given land in like the northern part of England. And then that's where our surname originated from. Once the Nords were given land, then they obviously took English surnames or they eventually became part of the bloodline. But yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, look what happened when they played Iceland. Iceland kicked them out of the last Euros. So Maybe. I don't know, man. Like England have a tendency to, to, like, they'll do, like, look, Germany is the first time in a long time they've beaten Germany in the knockout stage. And you're like, okay, cool. They can maybe do it, but then they'll go and lose to like a Ukraine or a Denmark. It's not as bad as what the English rugby side did against New Zealand, but it could almost be their All Blacks game. Their semi-final was, or their final was played too early against Germany. Yeah. So against, yeah. uh, although they're not too, they're playing in it's Ukraine. It's Ukraine. Yeah. They should make it past Ukraine. Yeah, they should. You'd think so. You should. They should. No, but, but like it's 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 we we're putting our best interest because he picked Denmark. I've picked England. <laughs> Who did you pick? Okay, you 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 had you had one pick for you, Netherlands out, and it was just funny. Oh, God. All the people we spoke about last week had out. Well, <laughs> I know. On my fantasy team, every team I backed was knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> To make 13 yeah, teams. I think I just. Oh wow! 
<laughs> yeah, I had to use my limitless card or whatever yeah. because I had to make so many changes. <laughs> but there's a wild card and a limitless card. Yeah, yeah I used my wild. Yeah, card. Yeah. wild one. Yeah. I've used my wild card now. Yeah, no, I used it. I haven't used mine yet. I'm gonna use it in the semi-finals, I think. No, I'm gonna use my limitless one in the semis. Yeah, because that one is no. But that's cap on your budget as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, sure, but like I don't know. I figured that, like the team that I've selected now, like. Yeah, there's, I think the, most of the predominant amount of teams or the players that I've chosen, I'm hoping will make the final. So I won't have to make too many subs. Okay, so you but yeah, the the um, the thing with England, I don't know, man. I want them to win. Obviously, I think I think it would be good for them. Like, I obviously we had a lot of English crew on board, so I've been seeing a lot of like Instagram stories of crew are showing me of all their mates back home, like. I think I think there's been like a countrywide hangover for like the last two days. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, obviously they they're gonna want to bring it home, but I don't know. And as much as we all would love to see it, because we're such big, you know, English football fans, but it's just deja vu, man. Like they 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 set you up to drop you, you know. <laughs> But it has to change at some point. I think this is the time. Um, but then again, I think there's too much pressure now. That's only that's the only thing that actually I feel not the only thing. There are two things. One, Southgate. Two, um, pressure. Because I read something about I read something about um, there's a lot of money they're going to make from the shoe sponsorship. They have to end the curse. Um, and the second thing, as I said, obviously, um, the media expectation, the hype, it's there. So I don't know. You yeah, say? I mean, you'd hope English players would be able to deal with that now, because like they've, that's that's how it is all the time. Like if you play in England, there's always going to be so much media hype around you, like. Because like you can see that I'm sure a lot of the hype at the moment or is on red and like everyone's like Grealish this, Grealish that. And it's like if if Southgate plays Grealish and they get knocked out, you know, he's wrong. If he doesn't play Grealish and they get knocked out, he's still wrong. So it's like I don't know. I think Saka did well. Like I didn't I didn't think he should have started ahead of Grealish, but he did well. And I think with Grealish is like when he came on. Like the players were obviously the Germans were a little bit more tired and the game had gone on. And what he does so well is I think everybody kind of knows enough about him to know that hey, this guy, you know, he's not one on one, he probably will beat you or he can do something. So he gave Luke Shaw so much space, mm. and like that's where both those goals came from. One was an assist from Luke Shaw, the second goal, mm. and I think, or maybe the first goal, but then one of the first goal was, uh, yeah, anyway, then Grealish set the other one up, but it was Shaw assisting in one goal and then the next goal was literally Shaw had the ball gave it to Grealish Grealish crossed it and then Kane scored so like it's like almost like he creates so much more space on that left side and it gives Luke Shaw a lot of space and he's had a very good season you know he's he's really picked his game up since oh since I guess he joined United it's probably been his best season so but I don't know if you use Grealish as more of a super sub or do you let him start like I don't I'm not sure I think you bring him off the bench. <clears throat> Start someone else, someone who's going to work on that left-hand side the whole match or even just 16 minutes and then you bring him on. So tire out that right-hand flank or their right-hand flank and then yeah, I mean, see what he does. 
Sterling already sucks defenders in. Kane already sucks defenders yeah. in. To be, yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to have another guy on the side, but is he going to do all the hard work? Is he going to be tracking back? Is he going to be making tackles? I don't think so. So I think Greedy does. I think um, Southgate just mustn't give in to the pressure of the media. I think a lot of former managers. I think he will. No, I don't. I don't know. I think yeah, the same team. He seems pretty headstrong. He, yeah, he does what he wants, regardless of you know, regardless of what media says or whatever. He just yeah. Yeah, I I think he'll probably play the same team until the final, if they or I should say semi final. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I heard until the final, so we played. Yeah, exactly. We also heard that, but um. Well, the, the thing, thing is, I, like I said to you guys, yeah, true. Like I said to you guys at the beginning, like, oh, Sterling should start Sterling. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, Sterling. And it, yeah, I get it. But the thing is, Sterling has also played for Pep, man. And Pep, you, if you don't work hard, you don't start, you know, like you know, Pep doesn't pick you if you're not a hard worker. Yeah. So I think like the way Andrew was saying is true. Like you, you maybe let Sterling start. He, and to be fair, he scored three goals already. Like the guy's had a good season. He's had a good Euros. Let him start. He'll tire that right hand side out, and then, you know, bring on Grealish. Like, isn't it better to have this like predicament of like, oh shit, who do we start rather than like we have no one else? Hmm. Like, I mean, has Jordan Sancho even got a minute in this Euros yet? No, him and Jao Felix are going to be the two that. Yeah, I mean, Jao Felix didn't get a single minute. Wow, that's crazy. Now that he's signed for United, though. They're gonna start to. There's politics at play. That's my conspiracy theory. They were using this to say, "Ah, you know what? You haven't proven yourself in in England. You've done it in Germany. We don't know about anything there. So you're not gonna start." How much game time has he? What about like a few? Yeah, Yeah, but still, he's he was 17 years old. He's just turned 18. Like, he's a record. Unless England are just making sure they don't get another Luciala. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very possible. Yeah, very. That's actually also a good point. I didn't think of that. But I mean, yeah. Now that Sancho's, I mean, well, Sancho transfer is huge. Like, I think that's a big, big step for United and the Glazers. Like, they have spent money since Ferguson left, but like, you know, I think this is kind of hopefully showing the fans, especially after the whole. Super League issue that they had, like, you know, like, hey, okay, we had to back the club. As much money as we take out of the club, and I still don't like them, I still would like them to sell, but if you're going to buy Sancho and then possibly get Varane this season too, like, I can't really complain. You know, the squad needs a few more players, but it's a step in the right direction. I'm just looking for a picture I saw on ESPN. You can say something, Andrew, but I was looking at this potential squad that they're talking about. And it's not bad. I think there's, for me, there's two areas that can improve. But yeah. Let's see. see. What's, what's the. So they're saying neutral left back. Oh, so obviously, De Gea is the keeper. But yeah, that's. that's yeah. And, and oh, yeah, De Gea situation, we don't know what's happening. But at the moment, De Gea, I think they just got the best pick that they have at the moment. So they've got De Gea, Luke Shaw left back, Maguire Varan. Obviously, apparently, that's very close to happening. Uh, Wan Bissaka right back. I like Wan Bissaka. He's a solid player, man. 
So then the two holding midfields, or if you want to call it that, so I think it's a 4 3 3. Um, 4 2 3 1. You can put yeah. it four two three one. They've got Fred and Pogba. That's where for me is the issue. I'm like Fred, ah, Pogba as well sitting back, ah, not really. Mm-hmm. I think that's no. now goes to your conversation we had on the group about Calvin Phillips. If, exactly. If look at him smile. <laughs> but there's no talk. I don't think it's gonna happen. I'm just dreaming. Pogba just dream. can't play in a two though. In the no. No, he struggles. Yeah. And then he has to have someone who sits. Yeah. So but that's the thing. If if that does happen, you you almost like, you know, I just like Fernandez and Pogba, not they don't play the same position, but they fill up this the that one role. There's only space for one of them kind of on the pitch, especially if you're gonna play like three in the midfield. Like you know, if you had Kelvin Phillips, let him sit deep, then maybe you could get away with like a four one two. You know, and then you have Pogba and, and Fernandez sitting up front, Pogba on the left. and But then again, does I don't know. We, like That's going to ask a lot of Calvin Phillips. Mm. Like, so, and you need a solid, if you can get a solid, solid center or holding mid, then I think you can maybe free up those two up front a little bit more. But Pogba as a holding mid is not, not where you want to see him. So the other thing that was said is, I think there was, I don't know if it was on Instagram or something like that, Luke Shaw, Declan Rice, apparently they're buddies, and rumors have it that Luke Shaw might be convincing Declan Rice to switch over to United. So there, that's awesome. Mason Mount and Declan Rice are awesome, mates. friends from junior school. They uh-huh. grew up together. Oh, really? They were in the Chelsea Academy together. Okay. So I'm not too sure about the bond of Luke Shaw. I just read that and I was uh-huh. like, I don't, know, I don't know about the Luke Shaw thing. Maybe mm. now in England duty they've become mates. Yeah. And I know Mountain Ross are like two peas in a pod. Yeah. They're always together. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, to be honest, I didn't have a lot of like, well, I, I we all know Rice is a decent player, but I, I didn't rate him as much now. But after this Euros, I think he's really proven he's himself a little bit more. Yeah. 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 To be honest, so I, I wouldn't, I mean, you can give me Calvin Phillips or or Declan Rice. I think I'd be happy. Like I think most people would be, but you know, I think Calvin Phillips, he's just got that. He's a good holding midfielder, but he also has the capability of stepping out of that role and actually being a little bit more control in control of the game. Where like, I don't know, maybe Rice is a bit more defensive. Well, Rice used to be a centre back. True. He's just stepped forward now because he was as a centre back. He was more dangerous. So he would right. bomb forward like uh, Jerome Boateng would do, <laughs> and like Chiellini decides to do sometimes. Oh. Um, so that's why I'm always put him into the midfield. And it's worked. Yeah, no, I mean, Ross and Phillips as a two, I mean, they're nothing flashy, but they work no. bloody hard and they're solid in front of the defence. So they do the job, they break up play. I mean, should, yeah. Phillips on his day, I don't think them very many. Him and Conte probably are the two best yeah. at the job that and, they currently do. And the good thing about Phillips is he's got that vision. Like he's he well, can yeah, hit he a used ball. to be an attacking player, so he hmm. can ping that. Ball. There you go. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Passes. I I don't. I, well, I don't know. Personally, I don't see him staying at Leeds this season. I think he's going to go. Like, surely he can't spend another year there. I think with Bielsa there, I think he'll stay. 
Because Bielsa bar who sort of turned him or made him what he is at this stage. I think so if Bielsa had to leave, then opens possibly. The opens the door up. Well. I would imagine so. I don't know. Unless Leeds get a yeah. crazy deal for him, then I can see him leaving because Leeds, man, Leeds is owner also. It's not the most stable oak. No, yeah, I was just saying, like, you know, I think if England do well in this tournament, then I think he might, like, look at it and be like, hey, okay, it's time for me to, in my club career to step up and maybe win a trophy or two. Like, let me test myself on another level. Like, because if he does go to, like, any big six in, in the Premier League, it'd be a huge step for him. Like, and I think that will really cement him as, like, one of the best mids in the world. Like, I mean, he's got the potential. What is he? He's 23? No, he's a bit older than that, Kian. I think he's a little seasoned, yeah. He's a late boomer. He's not. Yeah, is he that old? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's 25. Oh, I'm thinking of... I'm, uh, I'm sorry, I was reading... I was looking at Cashman Dahlberg. He's the young guy. Yeah, he's younger. Yeah, I mean... Um, but I mean, even I that... I don't know. I think if Leeds get a couple of signings... Preferably a striker, and then whatever else they need to fill in the, the club or the squad. They, well, they don't need a striker. What's wrong with Patrick? Guys? Wasteful, <laughs> <is Marat. laughs> I, I like him. I like him, but he's like Marat. He's wasteful. <laughs> yeah. No. No. He had the most um, chances. Yeah, yeah. created the most chances, just didn't take them. Mm. Yeah, that is true. And that's, I think, the reason he didn't make the England squad is just, just not clinical enough. Um, well, but, no. I mean, in, in this England squad, I think he would be great. Mm. I, I, I thought he should be there. Yeah, <laughs> I thought he should. I thought he should have come to the Euros instead of Calvin Phillips. I know Calvin Phillips is good, but. You mean Dominic like, Calvert Lewin? Calvert Lewin. Oh, Calvin Phillips. Uh, Calvert Lewin, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, my bad. But yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I don't know. I just thought, hey, you know, rather have him in the squad. Like, I don't know. There's nothing wrong with Calvert Lewin, but I don't know. I just have a thing. Well, I like I like Bamford. So I think United have actually put a bid for Calvert Lewin as well. If I'm not mistaken, from the rumor, no. from the rumor, no. I do know there's something about United and Calvert Lewin, and I am gonna laugh my ass That's, off. Calvert Lewin <laughs> is a Benitez strike. I'm time. telling you, I'm gonna laugh my ass off if all of a sudden you get covered. If he goes to United, then smoking something as well. No, I agree with you. Not at United. I think he's decent. Mm-hmm. He's quick. He's he's decent. He's really he's quick as well. That's the thing. And the thing is, he's really good with his head. He's like, I don't know. I think even in FIFA, I'll prefer him over Kane. So the only thing like I would like about I like about Kane is those R ones outside of the box. Except for that, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Uh, uh, I would not want him at United. Like, I would rather give Martial another season to try and do his thing than than, than get. Right, that's just a <laughs> Martial. I'm sure he oh. scored more goals than Martial. Dude, Martial. No, but Martial had one hot season, not last year. Like 2019, wasn't it? Yeah, the two and, years ago. Yeah, you no, got 20 plus. So maybe not stats, but guys, Marshall. He's another one that seems like he might be on his way out. 
Um, obviously, I hope so. On the setup that we have here. Wait, sorry, I just want to find out what's wrong with Fred. I'm not a nothing wrong. I'm, I don't watch a lot of Man United games. He seems. No, I like him. Hmm. He's solid. He's he's not gonna win. We're not gonna win Premier League and and Euro or U, uh, UEFA with him starting. But he's a solid player. He works hard. But again, he's also. This is the thing with Fred. Like, I never know what type of player he is. <laughs> is he a defensive player? Is he a playmaker? I think he's just a very versatile. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Shakhtar, I think he was sort of a box to box, covered every player grass. Yeah, but he was. He works hard. More on the creative side, though. And I see it sure. from what I've gathered from you now. Today, seem to think he's a defend defensive player. Yeah. yeah, they use him and McTominay a lot to kind of fill in Matic's role because obviously he's, you know, in the history books already, or he should be. <laughs> like, like, and and they, that's their substitute. is either you play McTominay or you play Fred. And it's like, I don't know, that's not, maybe not Fred's most natural, like, job in the midfield. Um, yeah, but I don't think, we're not going to get very far with McTominay and Fred as our holding midfielders. I guess, yeah, I like I like Fred. He he works hard. He can be a bit wasteful though. Like a lot of his passes can go wayward, or he kind of he almost like loses a little bit of concentration. Like when he's on it, he's on it. But like yeah, sometimes he's just you know he's non-existent. Almost like Martial. Like you can just Martial is even worse. But like you can just watch a United game and you can just see Martial's like just looks like his attitude. Like he just doesn't care. Like he just mopes around the field and. Yeah, I don't know. But um, what's oh, happening with... Oh, when Anna oh. comes back, I want to talk to you about Germany. No, so I was going to say the rest <laughs> of the squad, though, that uh, just to finish that off. Obviously, Rashford, Fernandez, Sancho, and then obviously your striker at the moment is Cavani. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, then you've got obviously Mason Greenwood come off his goal you know, a youngster that's developing. But I think we've lacked for the last three or four years a right-sided player. And I think Sancho's now going to bring it in and give that United team a little bit more of a, a rounded finish. Like, yeah, it just gives us more options. Whereas before, it was all about kind of the left-hand side and Bruno Fernandes. Like, yeah, that's all, was. that's basically where everything had to come from then. If you could, like, nullify that, attacking threat then united were literally like caught out in the deep water man they looked so bad if the left hand side wasn't working or, or bruno had been locked out united looked bang average like it was frustrating to watch them no i i'm just looking at a lot of uh not a lot of but other transfers obviously a lot of people which have gone out for free i think one person i still thought Obviously, speaking about England, Theo Walcott, I won't say he was amazing. He was good, especially when he was a lot younger. But now he's got him a free to Southampton. Um, yeah. Like, that's just... He's left Southampton already. No, he's gone. No, he wasn't. He was, he was at Southampton. Yeah, Sorry, he he's gone Southampton. somewhere else. Another... He's, he's... Southampton didn't go on a free. There's yes. a couple of players going. But he's gone somewhere else. Look. Um, and then... No, he's kind of hopping around... Was it Everton and in Southampton? I don't know where, yeah. And then what I mean, Aston Villa got Aston Villa got Bundia, or I don't know how you say his name. 
Now Walker went somewhere. I know he's still in the Premier League. No, he's still at Southampton. He's still at Southampton. I was looking at Sky Sports and it was about um, uh, they mentioned the fact that he'd gone on a free and somewhere else. Well, he went from a free from Everton to Southampton. Oh, from Everton to Southampton, yes. Yeah. Okay. So he was in Everton. Yes, he was in Everton. Now he's gone to Southampton. Sorry. That's correct. Yeah. Um, and then you see, obviously, Nuno has now been announced as the Spurs manager, which is What's actually. What's three names? Nuno Espers, what is it? Espirito Santos. I feel like whenever I see, I see that name, Espers, well, yeah. cool name, I want to go like. It really does feel like it, 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 it's just the perfect amount of stuff. Yeah. You know, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm happy. Dude, that guy's going to. I think I think that's probably like the best thing that's happened to Tottenham. Like since Harry Kane, hey guys, let's not say even since Bale. Let's not hype this guy up too much. Like you know, you being like English media. The thing is, he was <laughs> their seventh choice. You, but he was their seventh choice. It's ridiculous. They first went is, for who was it? Nachosman. Yeah. Then they tried to get Poch. They went yeah. for Brandy. Didn't get Brandy. Yeah. He That's said no. No, and then they went. Then they had Fonseca. Yeah, this is it, more or less. What happened there? That was a rumor, dude. Yeah, the rumor, dude. Then, then, then Gattuso stepped down from Fiorentina, mm-hmm. and they're like, Fonseca, we don't want you anymore. You what were like fifth choice already. We rather want Gattuso. And then Gattuso fell apart. Oh yeah, there was also Conte. Yes, Conte for two. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Santos is. is Literally their seventh choice, but he's probably for that's what that's he's the best choice other than Nachosman, Pochettino, and probably Rogers. I don't know, even Poch, like Poch is good, but I think there's enough. If he had to come back, I think there's just so much water under that bridge that, yeah, I don't know if that would have been a good fit. It would have just he would have always been. Because as soon as something went wrong, they would have compared to what it used to be like with Poch, and he's changed, and the players don't play for him anymore. Or no, that's true. So I think like for him, or for Tottenham at least, like I mean, you look how hard that okay, Wolves had a horrible season last season, but you look how hard those people work. Like those guys, that team is full of energy, and I think that's something like Tottenham need. Like if he can get Deli Ali, you know, back into it. No, I'm just saying if he, like if he could get Dele Ali back to what we all remember him as, you know, and gets that Tottenham team working hard, like I think they could be quite dangerous. Just trying to like, think where he's, son, gonna, where he's gonna play Dele Ali. Because he plays with back three. Just <clears throat> yeah. I mean he's already there, so he's got the right back slot covered. No, but I don't know. I mean, even if he's just a squad player, you know, like someone that comes on and, you know, just helps out in those last few minutes of a game, like he might not start, but yeah, like, I don't know. I just think, I think it's a very, very good signing for well, managerial signing, at least for Tottenham. Like he'll put, because, you know, Kane and Son work hard. They, they every, I'm sure Moses Hoiberg works hard. He's not a, a lazy person. He's got, like, a very, very good 
work ethic and I think I don't know I just think Spurs they'll play entertaining football again whereas under Mourinho like yeah but I don't what I don't get is why he was seventh choice he should have been your go-to the minute Mourinho left and the manager knew he was leaving Wolves they should have taken yes he said originally I don't want to stay in England I want to go back to Portugal and now he's only decided okay there's nothing nothing's opened up in Portugal for me maybe I'll stick around in England I don't know if there's those reasons, but I mean the minute you decided we're getting rid of Mourinho uh, he should have been the first one to call oh yeah no 100% like even if United like got rid of Ole and they were like oh we're bringing Nuno I would have been happy with that because you know that the players will play for that man and he's such an enthusiastic like he he, he want like he, he loves his job and he wants his teams to play good football. Yes. So, I mean, yeah. But, Pardon? So you can see he's a goalkeeper. He's a mole. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he is a bit of a crazy guy. The question is, though, is <laughs> do you um, think he can get Tottenham to win the league? I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. Not that's what you wanted to do today, right? <laughs> And even with no, those, not, not, not really, but <laughs> the is, I think Mourinho is now bitten Levy because Mourinho got him to spend money. Promises. And Levy was always tight fisted as it was. And I think he's not good. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's not open that wallet for a long time. Yeah. And but you know, the only thing you can say though is like Nuno has never been in a position, well, from what I know, is where he has a bunch of money to splash. Like you know, like they don't have the like anyone really, really expensive. Like, yeah, they bought um, what's the guy Semedo from Barca. They ended up getting Traore from Barca, but like nowhere near these big fees that like Tottenham would spend or whatever. Like, but I think, yeah, I don't know. The first season will be interesting to see what he can get out of that squad. But I do think if they want to come close to winning anything, he's gonna to have to spend some money. But like Andrew said, I think. Tottenham and Levy are going to be very, very, you know, deep. They're going to, they've got deep pockets, but they don't want to open them up. Yeah. Yeah, the thing that also helped helped them at Wolves was the, what's his name? Is it Mendes, the agent? Yeah. Because he was associated with Wolves, so he could get his players a little bit cheaper. But um, cool. just looking at his yeah, all the- coaching career... Yeah, I mean, he was at Porto for a year. He was at Valencia as well. And then Real after right. he started. So, oh, he's never really... Had- I mean, he's never... I don't think... Sure, sure. But he's... But, yeah. I think he's he's got the ability to actually bring a group of players together and make something happen. Like, that Wolves team, there's no one really that was, like, out of this world. And obviously, you know, they lost they lost Jota last season, so that made quite a big impact. But they had they had a lot of flair though, like whether it's just the individual players or the way he sets up the team, but that team on their day was hot, man. Like you would not want to play them when they fire on all cylinders. And I think if it wasn't for a Wolves injury, he probably would still be at Wolves. But yeah. Yeah, I think that yeah, when he cracked his skull it was quite a serious 
damper on their season for sure. Like they lost their focal point up front for sure. Yeah. I mean, Neto did well. Neto came in and he did, you know, pick up some of the slack. But, you know, obviously, if you can have two, three guys carrying the load rather than one or two, it's always going to make it easier. Yeah, but I wanted to ask you about Germany. And, yeah, I don't know. Obviously, because you guys have got the two front, the front two for Germany or the two attackers for Germany are both uh, Chelsea players. How about we don't need to go there? I think he's proven himself enough. Like, he's a good player. He needs time. But Timo Werner. <laughs> you can take center stage. <laughs> Defend your man. <laughs> I don't know. What do we, what do, what do we, I don't know. What's our opinion on Timo Werner? Like, <clears throat> Timo Werner probably has to be either Arsene Wenger needs to manage him. And because he's got pace, Arsene will chuck him out on the wing. <clears throat> or I think he would do well in a <clears throat> in a classical big man, small man front two, where he runs onto flick-ons. She's sure he's going to be wasteful, but he's going to sure. get chances. Eventually, I mean, so he, he, he's you think he needs someone, and he will eventually put them away. Oh, yeah, no, there's no doubt in his finishing ability. Of, well, maybe there is doubt because we know he's... <laughs> no, <laughs> finishing is a problem. Getting into the position isn't. Right, sure. He's Yeah, he's always in the right position. Like, he knows he knows his job and his position very well. He yeah. can get into those positions. His positioning is good. But, yeah, that fin- I don't know. Do you, what do you think? He needs someone, like, almost like a Drogba that can hold the ball up and he can play off of? Yeah. Yeah, even a Giroud. Yeah. I mean, Giroud is a Chelsea. Yeah, Giroud, yeah. I mean, get fling the ball into Giroud, let Giroud either flick it on with the head or pull it to a stop, lay it off to someone else who then pings the ball over the defence onto Werner's run or something. See, he is blitz, though. Like, the guy is fast, and he can. he's got such good timing of that offside line. Like, And he showed a few glimpses of promise. You know, there's a few goals he scored for Chelsea where he's taking your breath away. Mm-hmm. I can remember the one where he got an overhead ball, beat the, like basically shrugged the defender off, kind of tapped it over the goal, chipped the goalkeeper, and then headed it in. Like when I saw that, I was like, "Damn, okay, this guy's hot." But yeah, no, Germany's issue was their midfield. I think the fact that yeah. was adamant to play Chris every game. Sure, and yes, Kimmich is good, but in, in that formation, he couldn't play Chris. So, what played. formation did they have? Well, like you don't, they were you don't leave three, four, three. You don't leave. They're playing England's formation with Chris as one of two midfielders. Yeah, what's wrong he with that? Have the... Doesn't have the name. What to do? No, need... to do anything in yeah. a two-man midfield. In a two-man, look at Madrid. Look at Madrid. In the three, they've got yes. yeah. At Madrid, they've got Casemiro yes. and Shields. They they can then be passengers in the midfield. Him and Modric. Yeah, they can mm-hmm. in their passes and walk around on their strollers. So all all it is was it's, a re- new. It's not that he's the wrong person or he doesn't deserve to start. It's just that not for that formation. No. Okay. I was about to say it wasn't. I mean, wasn't the first game where we're to say he was bench. Chris, in the first game, it was Chris and Chan in the center of Germany's midfield. Mm. Yeah, Chan, you're and then Gretzka eventually came back in. He was injured, yeah. so Gretzka wasn't fully fit, but he 
did come in and he, it looked a lot better. But Chris just, you know, not in that formation. That's that's like playing Pogba and Fred <laughs> every two in the midfield. It is. It is like it's, it's not going to work. Yeah. And and that's the difference. Like, look at like KS France. Obviously, we were very disappointing, and they got kicked out. Like, but for those twenty minutes, like they played some of the best football of the Euros for sure. Like, for, from once when Laurie saved that penalty for like the next twenty minutes, from when they scored their first goal until Pogba's last goal, I don't think anybody would be able to touch them if they played like that. But yeah, I don't know. It well. To go go on a little bit more about France, disappointment of who's the player that's disappointed you the most in the Euros? Mbappe, Kylian Mbappe. Yeah, I think so. Ninja Turtle didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was so disappointed with him. Like I, I did rate him as one of the best strikers in the world, but now I'm like, okay, man, go back to France and take some time off like maybe let's see what you can do maybe this is the thing that tells him I'm like, okay maybe i need to leave psg i want to get tested i think if i think yeah my point was he'd done well at the national at national level they'd won a world cup maybe he wouldn't feel that pressure to move on but now maybe mm-hmm. if he thinks okay maybe psg is not so great they're not challenging enough for me the players I'm playing with every week aren't, sure. aren't challenged anymore. I know there has been, <clears throat> or they've said that he's not going to sign a new contract. So he will enter his last year of his contract, I think, coming into the season. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll see what happens. I think a lot of people, they're saying a lot of people are doing this. They're getting into their last year and then just seeing how things go. If things go well, then they'll sign another two years. And then take it right. Yeah, Yeah, I think gone are the days of you know players signing contracts, and it's like, oh, you know, we got a five-year deal. It's going to be more like, I think players are very aware of, like, oh, I can stay for two years. Yeah, especially with transfer fees being what they are these days. Yeah, no, for sure. Clubs aren't able to afford these players, so the players are like, I'd rather take the. They probably take a pay pay hit in signing a shorter contract, but and then get a bigger move later on for yeah. or at least a bigger wage on a free transfer, or even a bigger signing on bonus for themselves. Right, but yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, I definitely think he was one of the more disappointing players of the tournament. Um, yeah, man. I don't Amazing know. I mean, how. Giroud was such a star at the World Cup and Deschamps just drops him for Benzema. Benzema. You know, people say that you people say that Benzema came in and worked. Yes, his stats showed that he did well, but did the team do well? They fucking won the World Cup without him. So in my opinion, it's a fail. Mm. Because what it it sounds like there's the French being the French. There's a lot of Drawn turmoil in the squad. Oh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, sure. But what I'm saying is, like, maybe with Giroud in there, the team would have played a little bit differently. Maybe, like, the focal points would have been different, or don't get me wrong. It would have given more emphasis to Griezmann and Mbappe. Mbappe, yeah. Whereas now you've, and, and Benzema's good. He scored some good goals. He did well. 
his stats said he was a success but like man honestly like yeah who knows maybe if he wasn't there and Giroud was more of the undercover work hard forward and let the other two shine because they've both Griezmann and Mbappe are both very very good strikers so it's like did, did that having Benzema in there maybe change the dynamic a little bit like yeah because dude the, the French won the World Cup last time like the only key um people that are really missing was Belize Matuidi really in the midfield yeah so that's what I want to say is that did Rabio play World Cup? No. He no, he wasn't even in the squad. So I said to him, so, he was on the periphery squad and he said, I don't want to be in there. <laughs> it's fine. So I feel like, I don't know, there's, Rabio's never been an event for me. He's a non-event. He's just there. Yeah. He's just there. Yeah. And I feel, obviously, putting him in the midfield was a problem. Benzema, I guess... In, I, in the midfield, he did the job. It was when Deschamps decided to play him a left back. The job or a job? No, he did a job. A job. He did what was necessary of him. He sort of covered that uh, Matuidi role. Maybe not as good as Matuidi would do, but he was oh. there. And they're both left-footed players. So, yeah, that's, they had no... If they wanted another left midfield, they didn't really have an option. So... No, I get that. But, okay, so fine. The one is Rabio. Not that he's bad. I just think that... No, he's... he's He's, he's, he's just very bland. I don't yeah, think, sure. I mean, I think Juve let him go on a free. PSG yeah. let him go on a free. Yeah, no, he's, like, he's like European cooking. He's just bland, right? Now, <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying is that the other one part which you speak about is Benzema. So is Benzema one of those people, because I'm guessing it's happening through Madrid, that if he's a star, he will do well individually in terms of stats, but the rest of the team goes down. Because when he was... Not the star, let's say the days of Ronaldo. Fine, Ronaldo is a different story, right? But he's not the star. And I would say he didn't, didn't do well individually, but I guess the focus wasn't on him. And the team did well, right? He chipped mm-hmm. in where he could do, and that was the end of story. He didn't dictate how things go in the dressing room. Whereas now the French, he was the star because the whole story was, oh, Benzema is included. He's been excluded for five years. He's done well individually. Um, and yeah, to be honest with you, even when I'm watching there, I was looking at Benzema. I didn't even look at at, at, at Griezmann. I didn't look at Mbappe. Uh, maybe obviously there was the talk of Mbappe, but it was definitely more about Benzema. I think he does like a spotlight on him. And yeah. I mean, when Ronaldo definitely. was there, Ronaldo took all the alarm light. Yeah, he didn't have a I choice. I mean, Benzema, there, were, there was a stage when Ronaldo was there. People were like questioning why Benzema was in the Madrid squad, why they didn't get rid of him. Mm. And when, as you say, when Ronaldo left, all of a sudden the spotlight's back on him and he can be the same man again. I guess, I think he probably forces him to play through him. So, yeah, I don't know. That's what happened in the French squad because, um, I mean, Mbappe didn't get much and he was sort of forced a lot wider. Because yeah. uh, Benzema plays a lot more forward than what Giroud would do. Giroud opens those gaps. Yeah. Giroud drops <laughs> into a little bit deeper forward. And yeah. allows those, yeah, allows the two guys playing either side of it to occupy that space in front. And that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, I think the team suffered as, you know, a result of him being in there because if he isn't starting, like you said, if Giroud's there, you have a totally different game plan. It's like, okay, get the ball. 
kind of into that center forward position. And then just Griezmann still got legs on him. Like the guy's good. Mbappe on the other side, like you should be tearing teams apart. Like that French team, you know, they could have almost played in a kind of how United played in a little bit more of a counter-attacking type of football if Benzema wasn't there. But because he's there, like he does push so far forward, like he gets the ball in the box a lot of times where, yeah, maybe Giroud would drop back and like you say, give space for people, drop out of there, pull a central defense out or one of your defenders out. And now your left or your right back is kind of half committed. And with the pace that those guys have on the wings, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I don't know, man. I back the French, but I guess it's not the first time that they've, capitulated in a, in a in a in a big tournament i mean was it south africa 2010 when ever and them yeah they went on strike <laughs> yeah when was that what they showed you on google guys there was still one person that was like there and then disappeared off the radar i used to rave about google um, yeah no he was something special but did pop play special. well for you guys like obviously, I think so. Scream, yeah. <clears throat> well, I think he was probably one of the, the probably the French best player from that French squad. Like he controlled that midfield. Like he would have had obviously it doesn't count because the guy was offside, but he would have had one of the assists of the tournament if that wasn't offside. It's like yeah, like I said, you know, he just he has that. Like we said in the last podcast, he in the United squad he gets given maybe a little bit too much responsibility. Granted, he might also be playing in the wrong position with not the right midfielders, but in that French team, he gets it's almost like go on the field and you know, you not that you don't have a responsibility, but don't worry about tracking back too much or don't worry about it's like just go you play on the left side, do what you do best. And the concentration is not on him, no one's telling him, hey, we need you to perform, we need you to unlock something or provide that moment of flair that uplifts everyone else. He's just there and he does his thing. And I think that's where he plays the best. And that's, like we said in the other podcast too, it's the complete opposite about Fernandez or Bruno. Like, Bruno wants to be the main man. He wants to dictate play. Get He's the talisman. Get him the ball. Let him ping passes. Let him... And that's why he does so well at United. And he didn't do well in Portugal because that's Ronaldo. You know, he's got this... Uh, we don't play the... Portugal did not basically decide okay we're gonna build this team around Bruno we're building this team around Ronaldo and having two players like that whereas Benzema maybe in Real Madrid could sit back and let Ronaldo take the limelight and kind of chip in where he could like I think Bruno struggled to do that for Portugal yeah I think France have shown Ed Woodward what type of midfield he needs to get to unlock Pogba and Portugal has mm-hmm. shown Ole how not to use Fernandez. Fernandez, yeah, I agree. Like this with this midfield, Calvin Phillips holding, <laughs> and Pogba. Oh, dude. I can see that. What like a triangle? Think, mm-hmm. Inverted triangle. Dude, that would be scary. That would be scary. But do you guys have the money? Can they go for a play thing? Varane, Sancho, and Phillips. Wings. And Calvin. I mean, how much do you think? How much do you think? Oh, stop (laughs) now. How much do you think? Hey? Pretty more. I wouldn't pay more. For for Calvin. He's 25. 
Mm-hmm. He is 25, I checked. 25. He's 25, yeah. No, but no. If you try, if you buy him for more than that, uh, no, they won't let him go for less than at least forty-five. My my pricing is maybe you got old school pricing. Years old, yeah. You got old school. Thirty mil is a decent price for that. No, no, no. If if someone like what this Buendia went, he's a holding midfield. He's not giving you for thirty-six or forty-one or something like that. Like thirty-six. Thirty-six. I think Fred. Fred was. Fred was bought for thirty-five. Thirty-five. Yeah. (laughs) Fred, in, in, uh, in these financial circumstances. I feel like I guys First know. of all, I don't no. think Leeds will sell him. But no. I think, at, okay, Leeds won't sell him for 30 million. Yes, exactly. But I no. wouldn't pay more than 30 million. If Leeds were to sell him for 30 million, everyone would go after him. Who could you get for 30 million? Yeah. That's the question. Decent player for 30 million. Which club will let a decent player go for 30 well, million? Well, what did, what, did, what did Smith. What did what did Smith Rowe get? Arsenal turned down two offers or three offers for Smith Rowe. The latest one was what thirty five million, I believe. Exactly. Won't even let Smith Rowe go for thirty five. Not that. Tony's but from Aston Villa, Aston Villa bid for thirty five million for him. Villa are trying to build a squad. Yeah, they're trying to build a squad. Well, they're getting a hundred million for Grealish. If they want yeah. to keep Grealish, they need to put something because. Oh, Villa put in a bid for Phillips. Oh, huh. did they? No, I'm saying. They must. 30 million. Oh. 30 million. <laughs> I think they, they could put an Aston Villa and a CEO. Yo, that could actually, Villa could be scarier, potentially. Mm. But there are talks of uh, Harry Kane and Grealish to City. Um, obviously, Aguero, the run or the oh, with Aguero walking, frees up cash. Yeah, but I think, uh, I don't know, apparently there was a Garcia, which has also gone to Barcelona. Yeah. I don't know how good he was. Yeah, he's he's currently starting. He was for Spain. Yeah, 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 for Spain. Yeah, he was good. Guardiola liked him until he was like, "Oh, I'm not signing a contract." Then Guardiola was like, "Well, eat bench. I'm gonna start um, Diaz." No, but I mean, he started the season. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then he's like, "Oh, actually, I don't want to stay." I mean, yeah, started the season and he was playing well, and then yeah, decided. But they just they just got lucky that they found another young mid. Defensive mid or defender like Diaz that came in and was like, maybe if 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 Garcia had said oh, I don't want to go to Barcelona, I'll commit. Diaz might not have even featured, and Diaz is one uh, of the best midfielders. Diaz, this City move was either going to be, it was his time to move from Benfica. Someone was going to pick him up. Hmm. It just so, but what be, I'm saying, someone was one of the big clubs was going to pick him up. No, for sure. But what I'm saying is, if he had, even if he was at City and Garcia decided, I'm not leaving, he would have had to fight hard for that position. He wouldn't have just taken it off. No, nah, he would have. No, Diaz is... Something. You think so? Yeah. Diaz will be like Van Dijk for City. Hmm. Well, he, that, that's also a good point because he has really put John Stones at ease and helped John Stones as a defender. No, he's very good. He's shown it throughout his yeah yeah no i'm sure i mean he's 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 transformed john stones for sure like he's made that guy somewhat of a a solid defender so here's a question is anyone going to beat city because i do not see a squad or anyone building any sort of squad i don't even want to think of arsenal because i think they don't even have a a signing i think something about william about to leave as well to enter miami 
and he was about to go and then he wanted double the wages of Higuain. I was just like, how do you compare yourself to Higuain? And then that got, that can, that got can, but Arsenal is in a very sorry state. I'm sorry. I think Arsenal will be lucky to finish in the top eight next season. Yeah, no, I can see Tottenham beating them. I can see Aston Villa beating them. I can see Leicester. So Leicester. Can, these are the clubs which will beat. These are the clubs which will beat uh, Arsenal. My predicted finish for the Premier League: City, Liverpool, Chelsea. Uh, not even. Not, yeah, wait, City, Liverpool, Man United, Chelsea, Tottenham, Aston Villa, Leicester. Anyone else afterwards? Oh, um, one more. Um, West Ham and then everyone else afterwards they won't finish top 8 no I don't think they will finish top 8 um, I think United will if they can get a defender in like Varane they'll be they'll push I think we'll be I think we'll finish second again I don't see Liverpool or and City both being above us I think this this squad is now uh, I think they they're a lot closer than they ever have been to actually push for something, especially if we can get a, a central defender. I think and that United the, team. Uh, there's going to be a lot of Premier League talks because I think um, Premier League is obviously starting um, 14th of August. I just need to find. The, yeah, I just need to find the game. Yeah, the I games. Chris has retired huh? from internet. internationally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's. He's decided to, which is a good thing, I think. I mean, especially for Real Madrid. Like, if he wants to prolong his... And yeah, he's just, like you said, Andrew, he doesn't have the legs anymore. He's, yeah, he, he, I think international football would just take a few more years off of his career. Like, it's weird because you don't really see, I guess, midfielders probably do run the most. I've never looked at stats, but I would imagine they would have to be the covering the most amount of the field. You, play like, you don't find... Yeah, or yeah, unless you play wing back, but mm-hmm. like you don't really find that many midfielders playing like all your strikers, Ronaldo, Messi, Benzema, like they're getting better with age. I don't it doesn't really happen to your midfielders. Your midfielders kind of fall off, like yeah, yeah. and I can't see Chris playing into his like late down a level. Hey? Either drop deep in the midfield or go down a level. Right. Um, right. I mean the only way Kroos is going to stay in that Madrid side is if Madrid gets some youngster to run around the midfield for him. Especially with Modric there too. Yeah. Both of them are aging, huh? Mm-hmm. Like Modric, I think, is also coming to the last bit of his legs. Like, he's yeah. nice to have in the squad, but you lose out on mobility. You lose out on field coverage. You you know, someone else has to work harder because of that. Well, I mean, just look at that French game. I mean, he was walking around at the end. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He, was 120 minutes of football, but still, yeah, no, sure. I was going to say, opening weekend of the Premier League, we've got Brentford Arsenal, anything can happen there. Uh, Burnley Brighton, <sighs> Brighton should win. What's happening? That's not a good start, dude. Anything can happen against a newly promoted team, like, different story if it's Leeds. Exactly, it's not a good start, but the things is are totally dealing with it. Brentford could win. What did you say? That's the money ball team, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Brentford could win. That's why I said anything can happen. Um, is this oh. Mbesuma is the one at uh, Brighton? Not Mbesuma or something like that. There's some CDM at Brighton, which everyone's rating. South Africa. No, not, no, that's what I'm saying. Besuma is definitely not the right word because that's something of Colin Besuma. But there's a, no, there is a Besuma. There is a Besuma, right? Yeah. At Brighton. 
I don't think it's Africa. I think no, it's Belgium. Or you think of marvelous? No, marvelous not come. Not marvelous not come. That's the Zimbabwe, right? Brightly, bright, Brighton and Burnley. You said Brighton should win that. I agree. Chelsea Crystal Palace, which will be the first test for Patrick Vieira. He's the Crystal Palace manager. Um, apparently, he's given he's that'll been, be interesting. Yeah, he's been given eighty million um, as well, or that is rumored he's going to be given eighty million pound. Um, so I don't know how he's going to do. Yeah, that'll be very, very interesting. I think he's a very intelligent person. So I think it'll be cool to see because obviously he's part of the the Invincibles. And like, yeah, I think it'll be nice. Or it'll be interesting to see what kind of football he wants to play. Like, it's actually quite, you know, when we started watching football, I guess we all started around the same time, really. Yeah. And to see these old players come in and to do things like Roy Keane has obviously been a manager for a little bit. And like now Southgate's managing, Ole's managing, like Lampard's come in, Gerard's come in. Like it's cool to see these players that were like once considered the best in England or whatever. Like now they're managing and you just to see how I don't know, like will any of them have something like Pep, you know, and they really transform the game or like become dominant at any point. Like Gerard's done very well in Scotland. Like I can see him grooming himself for a little bit longer and then maybe coming into England. But I think Vieira, yeah, maybe maybe Arsenal will be keeping a close eye on that one. Yeah, I can see that happening, but I'm very happy you didn't mention Arteta when you said that there were legends at their club. Oh, yeah, no, no. Vieira had a nice job, and I don't think he did very well. That's the only thing. No, no. I don't know. But... Yeah, I mean, yeah. If 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 you go back, if you if you're gonna judge it on the French, then I guess you look at Thierry Henry. He didn't do well at at uh, Monaco at all. Like that uh, was quite I don't, He doesn't handle the media pressure very well. No, no. Probably. No, he yeah. I feel like sometimes he really makes it about him instead of the team, and that's the problem. I think, I think it's also you look at Thierry Henry. Like, yeah, he's cool and stuff, but that's the problem. He's like one of the guys. He needs to be a coach. Yeah, he needs to be a coach. Like he, that's what he needs to be he's a manager. manager. Yeah, he needs to be playing with the guys if he still can. Obviously, you know his skills and stuff like that. Yeah, I think him and Lukaku in that Belgian setup mm-hmm. enjoy having each other around. Yeah, is that where he is now? Okay. Yeah, like he he should come in and be your striker coach or you know your finishing coach or whatever. And like like you say, let him be one of the boys. Let him be part of the team. Like maybe when he gets a little bit older, and I'm not saying he becomes more mature. He's obviously a grown-ass man but maybe he matures more into that role of being a manager or a coach like well maybe if the french hire zidane as national mm. team manager zidane brings Thierry Henry in he brings patrick Vieira in mm. brings Klopp <laughs> <really> in. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know that's going to be like every just for a bit of laughs. laughs i love this game <laughs> <laughs> In the middle of training, like guys doing fitness. I love this game. Oh, ever cracks me up, man. <laughs> ever, man, everybody can go as a fitness coach. You flipping hilarious. <laughs> oh, that is too funny. But yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how Vieira goes in the Premier League. Like, obviously, the, I think the English media have a lot of love for him, just from what he's done in England. And I mean, obviously, Roy Keane's still going to be a pundit, so they obviously we all know that they have a big split up. Uh, yeah, so we'll see how he judges him, and I hope he does well, man. Like it's always good to see. 
I think he's also just got that, I won't say that stature, but there's something about him to be like, yeah, that's good. This guy can coach, you can be a manager, you know. Mm. Um, so you've got Everton, Southampton, yeah. and, uh, Rafa. Rafa. Rafa Benitez coming back to the Premier League. Yeah, I think that's a good that's a good um, signing for them managerial-wise, but I don't know, I was listening to another podcast and they were just saying that a lot of the Everton fans weren't very happy about it, telling him like, oh, don't sign, we know where you live. Like, <laughs> no, that's not the wrong house, but it's still <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everton South. Yeah, that yeah. I think Everton should win that. I don't know. Sure. This might be it could be a flop at Everton. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, really yeah. I mean fancy purchase. Well that's what I was saying. Dominic Calvert Lewin is this kind of strike or one then. Sure. I don't sure. know. Does he keep James Rodriguez around? No. But What's his name in the midfield? Um, what's his guy? Uh, who is it? The Brazilian, is it? Uh, Richardson, your friend. No, 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 in the midfield. What's guy? Uh, <sighs> he came at the same. What's his? Oh, who is he? Oh, uh, you turned about to... no, he's from Napoli. Yeah. Alan. Yeah, Alan. Yeah. He's, I like him. He works hard. I think he'll he'll probably be like a cornerstone of that squad with both Benitez there. Like I think, yeah, I think he'll you know I think they'll definitely try and play a lot around him. He's still there, isn't he? Yeah, he is the Brazilian. Yeah, and I mean they've also got Fabian Delph, who has been in the City squad when they did so well. Then they've got what's his name that's really failed to impress. Um, Last season, uh, Davies isn't Tom Davies. Tom, Tom Davies, and then Andre Gomez is also good. Uh, like broken leg at City. He's the former former Barca guy. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but he came back pretty quick from that. Like he he broke him and Pogba got injured at the same time, and he came back before Pogba, and Pogba didn't even have like surgery. So okay. yeah, I think. I think, I think, I don't know. Yeah, I think that that squad could be. They might be very defensive, but they've got the midfielders to do it. I think if if he can just get them to where he needs them to be. And then is Moisey Keane still at Everton? No. Where's he gone? PSG, I think. Oh yeah, that is true. Wasn't that on loan or was it a permanent move? Might have been. I think it started as a loan, but I think they did make it permanent. Oh, okay, because he has the potential, but then obviously the Juve got rid of him. I don't know. No, it is, there was something there. It was a loan. Oh, so he's back. He's back at Everton. Hmm. Okay. But we'll see. He'll probably get sold. No, sure. Yeah, sure. Did well for PSG. Did he? What is? Thirteen in twenty-six league matches and three sure. in nine Champions League games. Every Stewart's in the two to take. Oh, that's not bad. So, oh, I see. Um, Shakiri just awesome. equalized. Yeah. yeah, your brother just said. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear that. Uh, we've got Leicester Wolves as well. Uh, Leicester should take that one. Who's Wolves new manager? They... It's a Portuguese guy. Yeah, it's Bruno Lash. The uh, guy that they took a for work permit for. 
Uh, um, I'm, I, I think Leicester should win that one. We've got Man United leads. Uh, so, the trial match will call Phillips. Well, let's hope they let the fans in so they can have a brawl on the first ma- first day of the weekend. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Leeds United against each other. Okay. Yeah, like so, like geographically, Leeds is like an hour away from Manchester. So those Northerners, they they quite rough. Mm. Yeah. So uh, Newcastle, West Ham, Newcastle's through again. Oh, they didn't. They, they, they were still up. there. They stayed up. Huh? Yeah. Oh, they didn't get relegated. Newcastle, West Ham. Um, Depending on what's happening with um, who's this kid, uh, Jesse Lingard. I think he'll sign for West Ham. I hope he signs for West Ham. Um, West Ham, based on last season, um, should do something there. Newcastle got no, hasn't got a hope back there. Uh, Norwich, Liverpool, I guess we'll test Liverpool. I think they could. They signed Canute. Canute, Canute, yeah, from Leipzig. Was it Canute? Yes, they have signed it. Uh, Sorry, gents, I got to run. No, no worries. And then, yeah, Watford, Aston Villa. So that's a wrap-up. It's coming home. Check you later. It is, hopefully. Yeah, cheers, man. Keep going. Cheers.